Have you ever wondered what makes bodies tick? Are you creating the sexual reality you desire and require? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? What if your fantasies are not as strange as you thought they were? What if you could learn to be kinder to your body and kinder to others' bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How has your sex life, or lack of it, affected other areas of your life? Have you lost your mojo and wondered where to find it? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of The Pleasure Zone, Body Whisperer, Melitza Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melitza Yelenich. And I normally don't announce, like, the date and stuff of this show, but it's Halloween, and I'm very, very excited um, to be having a Halloween show because my shows have not fallen on the day of Halloween um, before. So this is very fun for me. Um, and in the tradition of Halloween, I had to go with something spooktacular and scary, full of fear and fright. And I think one year we did something that was more entities related, but it wasn't exactly Halloween. So yes, we're going to get devilish tonight and have lots of fun with that. For those of you who are totally brand new to listening to A to Zen, welcome. Um, for those of you who are brand new to the Pleasure Zone, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so glad that you are listening tonight uh, or today, whatever time you happen to be listening to this show. Um, we talk about sex on this show. I know, isn't that crazy? For those of you who are afraid of sex, this is a great episode to listen to because some of you are actually afraid of sex and that's okay. What if we can kind of get through that? Maybe things will change for all of us. Um, you know, if if you are somebody who loves bodies and just really loves listening to all things uh, about copulation, bodies, joy, and sex, you're in the right place. And sometimes we have stuff to get over first. And it's not necessarily getting over it. It's more like acknowledging it and then choosing something different. So, um Without getting into uh, analytical terms, it's kind of like getting over it. So um, for those of you who have some stuff that you are aware of that is maybe um, limiting you from choosing uh, the sex life that you would really like to have. And, um, you know, this is going to be a good show to kind of get through that and change some of that. So there are a lot of fears. There are a lot of fears with bodies in general. So um, even people have some issues around touch. There are lots of people who have uh, fears of, you know, spreading diseases through touch So or breathing or whatever. So we've got, you know, antibacterial this and antibacterial that. And, you know, you could live in a bubble if you like. You could um, wear masks all the time if you like. It's, you know, it's a choice. And what if you don't have to live in fear of bodies? What if you could start to acknowledge the amazing capacity your body has? Now, all of us at some point, I'm sure, have had something cold, uh, you know, maybe chicken pox, something in our lives that we, you know, we, we didn't think so much of it. You know, probably had them as kids and we're like, oh, body, not, you know, not feeling the greatest. Um, we might have had people running around us 
and you know wearing masks and like doing stuff that actually increased our fear. Now, were we afraid of the disease or were we just maybe like, whoa, those people look scary in those masks? Like sometimes we have this stuff um and it could actually be um associated with things that had occurred in our past, uh past lives even, where we start to get fear of bodies and touch and intimacy. Um so there's a lot of things that can um, be contributing to um, to maybe the fear level. And, and one of the things that I'd like to also talk about is um, I do a lot of work um, in the umbrella of access consciousness, which is tools for consciousness that are just phenomenal. And one of those tools is the access bars. Um, you can take classes in it. You can have sessions in it. Um, I do both. Uh, I offer both. And also... Um, in those classes and sessions, you gain tools for more awareness. And one of the things that um, through access, I have um, started to become more aware of how fears are really something that we have chosen, possibly created. Um, I'm not going to get into the technical terms of access, but literally when we start to acknowledge that um, we're utilizing these things to limit us, we can you know, acknowledgement's like one of the first things. And then when we start to um, become more and more aware of it when it's showing up, and then we can go, oh, wow, interesting that I would create that energy. What is that energy and can I change it? Um, no, there hasn't been an energy yet that's come up that I haven't got, uh, yes, I can change it. It's not always right now. Sometimes it's like later on I can change it. Um, however, I'm pretty aware that everything is possible. And if everything is possible, everything is mutable, everything is changeable. So a lot of these things that are fears, now some of these things that I'm going to be bringing up today are things that I've done some research on. And some of the topics are like myths that have debunk been debunked. And some of the myths that have been debunked are ones that are, um, you know, they're saying, yes, this can happen. Now, why can things happen? Because everything is possible. Um, that doesn't mean it's going to happen to you. So this is just creating awareness. Um, and then, you know, if there's an energy that comes up when I'm talking about these things, get that energy, um, become aware of it. Don't hold on to it. Just become aware of it. And then if that energy ever shows up in your life, you can be like, oh, that's that energy of what she talked about on that show okay, would I like to choose that? Would I like to choose having my penis break? No, but I'm aware that if I choose this, I'll have the energy of my penis breaking. Okay, I'm not going to choose that. So the beauty of like awareness is that we can become aware of energies and then choose or not choose them. Um, and choosing or not choosing them is with no point of view, like, like I'll choose to do something sometimes that may not be the most expansive thing in the world however when i choose it it's not to beat yourself up over the head um for your choices it's to go hmm interesting i chose that okay now what else is possible so um a lot of fears that we have are things that we kind of trap or, or so-called fears we're going to call them so-called fears on this um are things that we have literally like trapped ourselves with um you know phobias and stuff um you know you know people are funny like you know say for example phobias of spiders 
um, which my husband says he's he's not afraid of them anymore, but he used to be. Um, so it's interesting and cool that it's, something's changed. Um, so phobias, for example, of five of uh, spiders. What what if you're actually not afraid of spiders? What if you're really really aware that spiders are um, maybe aware that you want to kill them or get rid of them or relocate them. And they're like, ah, I don't desire that. You're picking up their energy and they're, then you're going, ah, I don't desire that. But you don't have anything uh, in context to reference it to. So all you think of is I'm afraid. And that just gets repeated and repeated and repeated. So I'm just, you know, bringing these things up so that you guys, you know, can start to get that maybe even some fears around sex are maybe not yours. What if you're really aware? You could be picking up on the person you're with. You could be picking up on the collective society, religious beliefs, uh, cultural cultural beliefs, cult beliefs, all kinds of things um, that could be influencing your um your maybe lack of joy and ease with something. So, you know, what people would call fear. So I um, had all this really, really funny stuff um, that I found. Um, there's a lot of fears. There's a lot of fears that seem really quite common, though. So um, we're going to kind of talk about a few of them. Um, and if any of you guys have fears and you'd like to kind of look at them, maybe change them, maybe choose different, have more awareness on them, and uh, you're really like, ah, I don't know where to do that or who to go to, please go to my website, melitzajelenic.com, M-I-L-I-C-A-J-E-L-E-N-I-C.com. Um, contact me, send me a message. Um, we can hook something up and we can start to change that. So, I love facilitating change for people with their bodies, with their lives, with, you know, anything going on in their minds that is like, you know, stopping them in any way. That is one of my my greatest joys. So um, please contact me and we can look at some stuff. So I know for me, um, and this is not like maybe a fear that everybody has, but um I really don't desire having more children. My daughter is amazing. I have one child and um pretty full. Like my life is really full right now and um I, every once in a while I'll tap into the energy of okay body would you like to be pregnant and it's like no. Um so uh, one of my fears it, it would be like having a baby right now that sex would lead to a baby even if it's a one in 1 billion chance that it could happen, it would be like, ah, baby. So for some of you out there, that might be true for you too. Um, for example, men, um, if you're having sex with women and you know you're just liking it for the fun, you're not looking to have a lifetime commitment to a child. Um, the thing is, is like when we do have these fears, uh, we will create interesting energies around them. So as much as I'm not pregnant, my body looks pregnant a lot of the time. And being I really don't desire having a child, it's kind of hilarious what that brings up in my world um, with people who will comment on it and go, oh, you look really pregnant. And I'm like, no, not pregnant. That's no. Um, and then my body keeps looking pregnant. It's a adorable and uh, maybe maybe just maybe i could create some awareness around that and 
um, you know, all the distractor implants that I have in place around, uh, you know, the distractor implants, especially of fear that I have in place around pregnancy, if I literally just start to go, I destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion, uh, right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all night, shorts, boys and beyonds, for those of you who are new to this show, new to these programs on this station, please um, check out theclearingstatement.com. I'll use it randomly in my shows. This show might have a lot of them because there's fear and there's a lot to clear around fear. So anywhere that I have any distractor implants holding you know, pregnancy or my body into the state of pregnancy or looking pregnant, I just try and create all that times a godzillion. Right around, good, bad, pock, pot, online, shorts, boys and beyonds. So you can literally do this clearing for all the fear, fear things that are coming up um, that I'll bring up. So you can go, you know, for uh, all the distractor implants holding, um, you know, sexually transmitted infections in place, just try and uncreate all that, everything holding them up, you know, because sometimes your body will have these like um, reactions or kind of like visually appear to have this stuff, you know, uh, you might go into panic mode, look up everything possible on Google, which will only reinforce your fears because Google's amazing for that. Like keywords on Google searches are amazing for reinforcing any fear you have about your body, um, about illness. And so if if at all you like doing research like that, uh, you might find that you will just like fill your head with more and more uh, craziness and you just end up on this crazy little wheel like a hamster running wild and uh, trying to get away from your thoughts. So if if you are finding that your head is this jumbly mess and has lots of fears in it, uh, what I find personally is um, getting my bars run is an amazing uh, tool to start to change that. And what the heck is that? That's 32 points on your head that when gently touched will start to release crap loads of limitations that's about as easy as i can put it again you can go to my website and check out more info or accessconsciousness.com you can find me on their website as well um i have you know all kinds of stuff uh in the works uh classes and sessions and everything so um and if i'm not in your area and look it up go on accessconsciousness.com and you will find a practitioner in your area more than likely. And if there isn't, take a class and be the first because why not, right? What else is possible? So I, yeah, so the fear of STIs is really, really huge. Um, huge to the point where people are creating them in their bodies like, like at a rapid speed. So when we come back from this commercial break, we will delve more into fears, um, starting with STIs. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. 
Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight's topic is spooktacular sex. This is uh, it's spooktacular because sometimes things get a little spooky for people. There's a little bit of fear coming up, and in celebration of Halloween, we're just going to talk about some fears. So whether they are um, fears that are kind of broad-banded fears or things that are really personal to you, some really broad fears uh, are things like, STIs, and this was talking about um, before break. Now, you might have heard them referred to as STDs. Um, we're getting politically correct on this show, calling them sexually transmitted infections, because that's what the doctors are calling it these days. They're infections, not diseases. We don't like lack of ease. We like infections better. So that's why we're going to call it that. So I don't know if I energetically asked you guys, do you have a fear of getting an STI? I'd say 95% of you are going to raise those hands. Um, if you know, if you're in a long-term relationship, you know the thing is, bodies bodies actually hold things dormant for years, right? So if your body shows uh, an STI, it can be it can actually be detrimental to your relationship and to your life and all kinds of things. So. Um, Unless you have a partner that's actually aware and is aware that um you no, know, maybe you're you know, not cheating on them, but your body has had this like inlet for uh you know, ages and stages of it for ages, um then then you can actually kinda go, Okay, cool, now what is this? What can I do with it? Can it change? What can I do to change it? Um so, you know, even if you're in a long-term relationship, no, like if you've had more than one partner in your life and that partner has had ever, you know, even if your current partner has never been with anybody and you've never been with anybody, guess what? You can have stuff transferred over to you from birth. So the fear of STIs is kind of like it can get, it can be really big. And at the same time, most people have some form of it um, in some degree. Um, whether it's genetically 
or anything um, like that. So it it can be something that's passed on both um, genetically, like from parents to child, especially mother to infant, um, can be stuff that's, uh, in homeopathy, they refer to it as miasmic. So it's something that's passed on more like through the DNA. So, you know, STIs in many different forms, whether they are physically showing up in the body or whatever, can can create a lot of trauma, can create a lot of fright, fear, and um, for a person who has it and for the partners and people around them, you know, I think one of the greatest um, fears, that especially in the late 80s, early 90s, when um, AIDS was just being uh, changed over, the name was being changed from uh, gay-related disease uh, to to autoimmune disorder uh, or HIV, two different diseases, by the way, which a lot of people don't know. Um, those are, you know, things that are on the rise and they are huge and they're things that people definitely have a lot of fear around. Um, now, is it fear that is going to change it? Not necessarily, because even, you know, they say even like using condoms. Now, that'll keep some stuff away, but truly, guys, awareness is your best friend. So asking questions, becoming familiar with energy, becoming familiar with your awareness about you reading energy um, so that you can be aware of um, a body, your body, others' bodies, and not create that. So not choose it. Um, if, you know, you're your body is around a body and it's like got alarm bells going off like no no don't do this listen to your body your body's your best friend you know um your penis and your vagina might be screaming yes yes but every other part of your body is like no no uh your penis and vagina might be screaming no no and the rest of your body's screaming yes yes as they got to be in line with each other um they both got to be like yes uh, and also ask questions, even when your body and your genitals, you know, together are in, in alignment and agreement and saying, yes, yeah, still please ask questions, um, because it, it, they may not be asking um, for it uh, right then from that person. It could be, you know, in the future. So always, always, always ask questions like, hey, is now the time for this? Even if you have an erection, guys, doesn't mean you got to stick it in her. Just because just it's ready doesn't mean it has to be used. Um, like, you know, baking a cake just because the cake came out of the oven and it's ready um, and you made it for a birthday two days from now. Like, you don't eat the cake now just because it's ready. It's for two days from now. Eat it when the time is for the time. You know what I'm saying? So treat it like it's cake. <laughs> That's all. I don't know how else to describe that to you guys. Um, I think a lot of people too, so you know, I'm not going to delve into the STIs forever. People are aware of them. I hope you're aware of them. If you're not, I have done some episodes on that. Um, I think I actually did one called Sexually Transmitted Ease, and then there was one on sexually transmitted diseases about two years ago. Um, have, please have a listen. Um, and if you do have questions, please uh, have, a, have a chat with me. Um, also, there... So, other than STIs, like, what else could people be afraid of? You know, I think there's also a huge fear of being rejected. You know, you get in this very intimate situation with people, uh, with their bodies. You know, you're naked. There's vulnerability going on. Um, you, you know, might not have a level of 
of comfort with your body, um, essentially you're rejecting your body and projecting that energy at your partner. And, and in essence, what you're projecting at this person is the energy they're going to project. Uh, they're going to pick that up and they're going to then um, sort of like be that for you, right? So if you are projecting at them insecurity of, I don't like my body, I don't like my body, this isn't, no, 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 and you're complaining about your body, unless you have a partner that's very aware um, and doesn't buy your crap and your lies, and they're just like, I enjoy your body, will you get over it? Will you choose something different? Um, if you have a partner like that, um, you know, kudos to you for being an excellent chooser and um, acknowledge them for their kindness and acknowledge you for your wisdom and knowing for choosing that partner that will assist you in um, having less fear of being rejected. So uh, the rejection part is really like ask, um, am I being rejected truly or am I rejecting me? Am I rejecting my body? Am I rejecting my genitals? Uh, am I rejecting my sensuality, my touch? Am I rejecting my capacities here? You know, we can be rejecting so many things that, um, and we're projecting that energy out. What does that mean? It's like a projector is like this, you know, thing we use to put images out there. So we are literally like projectors um, that they use in movie theaters. And we put that energy out there. And people see it just like as if you have a movie being um, projected off of a projector in the movie theater. You're going to see that energy of that movie. And so we are like those projectors putting that energy out there. People will see it. So I encourage you um, that if you feel or a sense of rejection uh, with a partner, uh, you know, or a lover, um, really ask, like, okay, is that true? Are they rejecting me or is it something else? What is this? Am I rejecting me? What else is possible here? Um, because really we project so much and we reject so much of ourselves that it's just crazy. Um, so, yeah, without having you, like, go into a whirlwind of, oh, my God, they don't like me. I thought I just had great sex, and why don't they? Oh, my God, my sex must be awful. Now, there's another fear people have. They have a fear that their sex is awful. And for those of you who have ever listened to this show before, um, you're, you'll be aware that in my life, I, I had a partner um or one partner uh, specifically that um, pretty much told me sex with me was awful. Yet they stuck around for nine, ten years. Um, kind of ironic and weird, but apparently sex with me was terrible and awful um, and boring and whatever. Um, so I'm like, oh, I really started to buy that that was true. Thought I absolutely sucked in bed. Just thought I was like... Why bother having sex if I'm that bad at it? So I literally, like, between taking an austerity um, to not have sex, because I thought I'd just become more religious at the time, I figured, well, this is a good time for it. I suck at sex anyway. I might as well just take an austerity uh, with it. And uh, between that, um, you know, then something woke up in, in me when I when I met my lover husband now, who who actually, like, allowed me... Um, the space and the ease and give me the kindness uh, to stop rejecting me. Um, and every day I stop rejecting me a little more and I stop projecting uh, all this crap um, that's not even true. 
at him so that he doesn't have to like pick it up and then uh you know play the no no you're really great game with me and um it doesn't come up anymore so we don't have to play the the game of no i feel like my boobs are small and he'll be like no they're great um i actually haven't said that in a really long time because i don't even get that that is even um like a thing in his universe um it was it wasn't even a thing in my universe i thought it was i thought it was for like from the time of puberty till I was 40-something, I thought it was a huge deal in my universe. Um, and it's actually not, which is so weird. It's such a weird experience to like have this thing that I thought I really was rejecting about myself for a really long time and have it be like, yeah, that's not even true. <laughs> so... It's so bizarre when you finally get awareness and then you change it and you're like, wow, that wasn't even true. It's adorable and funny. Um, so another thing that people uh, have commonly had fears about is like being with a partner who will refuse to use any kind of protection. Like, no, I can't get, maintain a, an erection if I use a condom. Well, then, oh, well, see you later, chuckles. Um, there's... Because their name will always be Chuckles if they do that. So, um, and is it even true? Will they not be able to maintain an erection if they have a condom? You know, I think sometimes it's more like they can maintain an erection for two minutes and by the time you get the condom put it on, the erection's gone. That might be true. Um, so, yeah, stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to each other. Um, and by lying, I mean like, Acknowledge what you are doing and choosing and creating and uh, maybe not do it anymore so you can have a more uh, fun and expansive relationship, uh, even with yourself. You know, stop buying the lot of condoms don't work for you guys and gals. Like, what if they can? Um, it's just like, you know, what if hand cream works for you? It's like you're putting something on your body. Ask your body would it like it and if it would, choose it, and ask your body to work with it. So when we come, uh, we're going to head off to another uh, fantastical commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about other kind of fears and looking at them. And uh, let's change some stuff when we come back. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. 
And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at melitzayelenich.com now, back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich. Um, so as we were in commercial break, I had some thoughts about fear. So, um, you know, I wanted to also let you guys know. So fear, it is a distractor implant, but sometimes ask, like, what is this energy? Because it can be excitement. So you may be really excited about something and you may not actually be afraid of it. Um, sometimes you're really, really aware and that's kind of like your body's way of saying, hey, you're aware. Um, ask what this is. And now, you know, choose in the direction that works for you. Like, um, a lot of times it's an energy that is an awareness. So that is kind of my segue into, um, you know, women and men having the fear that their no won't be heard. Um, you know, there's a lot of online dating going on, meeting strangers in dark alleys and all that kind of jazz. And when people are choosing that, you're, you know, you're kind of going on the whim and you really are having to follow energy. If you're meeting somebody you've never met before, uh, you know, you're going on a date, you're, you're potentially having sex with somebody you have never met before, you know nothing about, you don't know if they have STDs, you don't know if there's 10 of them showing up, you don't know if this guy is a rapist murderer or this woman is a rapist murderer, you don't know any of that. So you really, really require being fully aware, fully awake, fully present so that you can, you know, tap into the energy of what is showing up. You know, getting totally drunk um, on these dates is not going to allow you to be very present or very aware. And, you know, I know that sounds like a bit of an ass kicking, but I'm saying if you'd like to be aware and look after your body, uh, especially on the very first date, please be sober, be aware, and be present. Um, can't emphasize that enough because you know what? If you are too drunk to even say no, even though your body is saying no, be present enough so that you can say no. If you're in a foreign country, learn how to say no in that country. Find out if you if it's even valid in that country that rape exists because there are a lot of countries where it's not even uh, a thing. People don't even believe in it. It doesn't happen according to certain countries. So being fully awake and aware uh, can certainly contribute to having your no be heard and, and actually not even having to put your body in a situation that requires you to have to say no. Right. If you are aware of it in advance that it's like you're going on a date and you're like, oh, okay, this guy's going to ask me to have this girl and ask me to have sex with him. Uh, my body is saying no. Don't go. It's that simple. 
guys, it's that simple. It's not like brain surgery here. Um, even I suppose for brain surgeons, brain surgery is simple at times, but if you are aware enough, you can be like the brain surgeon uh, going in for brain surgery and just like it's practice, 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 and then you become very amazing at it. So um, if you are aware in advance that, you know, you are walking into a situation where you are going to have to say no and you need to get out of somewhere, uh, just wondering why you're going there to begin with, okay? Just ask, 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 ask questions. Um and and ask your body too. Please don't go to conclusions on anything like, you know, maybe you've been pulling energy from the universe, manifesting. You might be doing manifesting boards or uh, vision boards or something. You might be pulling energy. You might be doing access tools instead. Um, and things are showing up. Maybe you got five guys desiring going on dates with you. Just because somebody's showing up, that doesn't mean the universe is um, giving you quote, the answer, right? So because somebody's showing up, ask more questions. Hey, universe, is this does this match the energy of the questions I've been asking for? You might get like a uh, no, and the universe might be gifting you this so that you can get what is a no for you. We assume the universe is always um, giving us exactly what we've asked for, and it's not that, it's not that black and white. It's not that cut dry. So knows are something that you can be aware of in advance. You're like, okay, if I go on a date with this person, uh, will I desire saying no to sex? Yep. Okay, cool. So would you still like to go on the date? No. Yes. Whatever. Choose it. Choose what is light because even you might choose to say yes and it's totally cool because that person may desire to have sex with you and they will honor your no. And if you get that they won't, don't go. It's that simple. Don't go. I would sing you a song, but my daughter was crying today, listening to me singing, crying, laughing, and going, how can you sing that bad? Um, although one day I will sing an entire show for you guys, but um, I'd like rating, so I'm going to have to practice before I choose that. So, you know, that along the same lines as the no is like feeling pressured into doing something you don't want to do. You know, you show up and the guy's got a dungeon all all set for you and you got the chains and the whatever and, and your body's like not interested in that. Or, you know, your body's doing the vanilla thing and your body's doing the let's get hardcore thing. Um, again, asking and checking the energy will certainly contribute to knowing that in advance the more you play with the questions, the more awareness you will get. And heck, you could be somebody who's more into the dungeon and they're very vanilla, so that doesn't work for you either. So ask, 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 ask. That's my recommendation. Ask a billion questions. Get a billion awarenesses or more. Um, yeah, so the thing is, if you have your own back and you are following your awareness, uh, would you ever feel pressured into anything? Uh, would you acknowledge that whatever it is that you are engaging in is your choice? Uh, would you also acknowledge that whatever you're engaging in, not only is it your choice, it will create awareness for you? Um, and do you require that awareness? Do you already have that awareness? Can you walk away? What is it? There's so many things. So moving right along to a few more um, fears. Well, we were actually, we're going to talk about some more uh, bodily function fears Um you know, things like 
uh, penis is not working, vagina's not getting wet, uh, farting, peeing, pooping, like people have interesting fears. And we're going to address the bodily function fears um, in a couple minutes when we come back from this commercial break. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. Would you be willing to explore what has already been introduced as sexual practices on this planet? What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation. By tuning into The Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call us in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255-TALK or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at A2Zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask for comment by email by sending to Melitza at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Melissa Yelenich, and tonight we're talking about spooktacular sex. Not spectacular, spooktacular. This is where we have fears and all kinds of wonderful things that show up. Um, and whose are they? What are they? Are they distractors? Are they excitement? Are they an awareness? So many things that fear can be for us, uh, that energy that we call fear. So, so we're so freaking cute. So, you know, we have bodies, don't we? I think we do. If you guys are listening right now and you're on the internet or um, downloaded it somewhere, chances are you have a body. Uh, if you're listening to this in the ethers, chances are you are an entity or a ghost. Fabulous, because it's Halloween. I love it. I hope the ghosts are listening tonight. When you come back for a new embodiment, choose to be more aware. Choose more awareness. Awesome. So, what kind of crazy, crazy things can happen to bodies when you have sex? Crazy things, I tell you. Um, I don't know. Hands up, everybody who ever farted when you had sex. Yeah, like over 70% of you, I swear, just went, oh, hell yeah, I farted during sex. 
One of my best orgasms ever involved the greatest fart I've ever had. Um, that isn't true for me. I have farted in, you know, whether it's pussy farts or whether it's bum farts, uh, you know, fart body farts when the bodies come together and make those great fart sounds when you're all sweaty and they make those suction. <clears throat> they love those. Um, you know, probably they were more um, frightening to me when I was younger. It's like, oh, my God, please, body, don't make a fart sound. And it was like a fart sound came from every freaking hole in my body. Um, you know, and I think uh, it comes with a little experience, maybe it comes with a little no point of view. But those fart sounds, man, they happen. So, you know, if it's followed by a smell, are you willing to laugh at it? What if farts don't have to horrify you to the point where you're like... I'm never having sex again because every time I do, I fart and it's embarrassing. So we have a rule in our house, and maybe you guys can adopt this rule. And actually, Mike was uh, laughing at me the other day because I was eating lots of cabbage. He's like, you're looking for kisses, aren't you? And I said, yeah, I am, because we have a rule that if I fart, I get kisses. So I'm creating a T-shirt called Cabbage for Kisses, and only the people who have ever like watched this, sh- listened to this show are going to get that I get kisses every time I fart. So naturally, cabbage for kisses. And uh, so what if we, what if you can actually have fun with it and it doesn't have to be like disgusting and rude and funny and weird? Um, every once in a while, you know, those farts come out and, and I, I get kisses. Mike's like, you just wanted lots of kisses tonight, so you made chili, didn't you? I'm like, yes, I did. <laughs> so... Okay, we're not we're not your average couple. We're a little different, um, but that doesn't mean you guys can't be a little different too. Uh, you know, have fun with it. How much fun could you have with it? You know, uh, if if you have like bladder control issues and you happen to pee a little or whatever, um, what if you just tell the person in advance? Guess what? Got a little bladder control thing going on. Can we just cover the bed in some plastic? Maybe a little oil. Let's turn this into a Mazzola party. Um, which I heard about from my friend in high school whose father was Brazilian and they like throw Mazzola oil all over like plastic and slip and slide all over the place. Mazzola party, make it happen. Add a little pee to the Mazzola. I don't know, but because you're going to clean up a mess anyway, you might as well clean up a big one. So if you know your body has that tendency, go for it. You know, sometimes that pee is not pee. Sometimes you can be having one of the big O's, that G-spot orgasm, that A-spot, that Z-spot, that XKY elemental P-spot that nobody's found yet except for me. That XK elemental PY-spot is phenomenal. It's called, but that's a secret. That's for another show, so you'll have to listen to the XK elemental PY show when that comes out. So, the you know, if you're going to pee and you know it, uh, maybe pee in advance. Just empty that bladder. If you literally have no control and you pee all the time, um, let the person know so they're not alarmed. That way it kind of gives you a little ease, a little less fright um, during the situation. Um, you know, sometimes sex can be really intense and in different angles, you know, uh, can get your bowels going. You know, um, one of the things I highly recommend is if you're on a cleanse, you know, because people are doing lots of cleanses these days. Um, you know, sometimes cleanses get stimulated by, you know, like your body's already pooping a lot from cleanses probably or peeing a lot. Um, you might be on a cleanse. Uh, sometimes adding sexual energy to that cleanse ramps it up. 
So your body might just have a little like, woo, a little extra zip to it. And so if you are feeling like that poop coming on um, and you really don't want to poop on the person. Now, some people are into that. I'm personally not into that. Uh, if you're with somebody who is into being pooped on, go for it. But I want to tell them in advance, hey, I'm on a cleanse. And they'll be like, what is that supposed to mean? Can I still put it in your vagina? You're like, you can put it in my vagina, but if I jump up and I go to the bathroom, don't follow. It's not going to be pretty. Just let them know. And if you can't laugh at yourself, who the heck can laugh at you? Who the heck? You know what I'm saying? It's that saying that I can't remember right now about laughing at yourself. Laugh at yourself because we're funny and our bodies are funny. Um, the, the other funny thing in my body, so I fart when I, you know, it happens. Not every time, but farting happens, man. Um, and especially when you're eating cabbage for kisses, like farting's going to happen. And the other uh, the other thing that you might want to consider too is um, that you don't have to consider this. I'm just letting you know this happens to me. It might happen to you. When my body gets turned on, it gets lubricated uh, everywhere. So my nose runs. So when my nose runs, I'm usually like, okay. I'm going to need to have my Kleenexes there. So I could, you know, I'm like riding like a pro and I'm like grabbing Kleenex and wiping my nose and riding like a pro and like, oh, wait, honey, I got to grab a Kleenex again. Um, and he's usually like, wow, this is a really good one for you. I'm like, yeah, this is a good one. My nose is really running. Um, so it helps if you know that about your body, let the person know in advance. Otherwise, they might be like, whoa. Um, sometimes when you're really in it and you can't grab the Kleenex, like I've I've just like buried my face into like a uh, pillow change the pillowcase later and be like uh mike this is a good one but i'm gonna have to hide my face because i am schnotball right now it's not so cute he thinks it's funny but it's only so you know sometimes you're in the moment of the heat of the moment and laughing might kind of take away from it so um sometimes you just might want to do a little sidetracking for a minute and just get the job it's not really a job but get that pleasure on you know so Oh, bodies. I love bodies. And they're so funny. Uh, so, you know, so got peeing, pooping, farting, and, and snot probably coming out. God knows what else your bodies are going to do. They do stuff. Sweat. They smell sometimes, you know. Um, sometimes when I get really turned on, I smell skunky, which is odd. Um, you know, you would think you'd like to smell attractive, but my pheromones go out that freaking roof. And I'm like, I actually like my skunky smell. Luckily, so does my lover, but uh, not for many other people. My mom, my mom will be like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, well, a little turned on today. I kind of smell skunky. Just saying. Ziva will get near me and she's like, holy mommy, what's going on? If I've been in creating mode and all that like sexual energy is like busting out loose and I'm creating stuff or I'm horny or whatever, well, i got a stink on me that's really something also doing a lot of energy work. I get this interesting stink on me. Isn't that fun? It's adorable. So, uh, you know, if if you happen to be a little smelly, um, and the person you're with is like, oh, my God, you smell. Ask if your body is going to be received by that body because, you know, that rejection thing could be showing up. The person might actually not like your body or the smell of your body. So that can be true. And sometimes you are projecting. So just checking on that. Like, is it them? Is it me? Whatever. What is this? Um, okay. So other funny things that can happen to bodies. 
I um, actually heard this from a doctor, and I don't remember what it's called, but you guys can look it up. Um, you know how they say guys get blue-balled? Well, apparently guys can get blue-balled. Um, it's like a congestion in the body, just like a buildup. Um, it, it can create scar tissue and stuff, but also women can get um, it, there's a similar thing that happens with women who are not having orgasms during sex and there's a buildup and then there's like a scar tissue thing that happens like a uh, can actually create um, some stuff in the body. Um, I'll see if I can find the name of that somewhere. But um, so, you know, the fear of being blue balled, men and women, like not having the orgasm that leaves your body kind of stressed out. If you don't make the orgasm significant and you're willing just to have fun, chances are your body will... Uh, release a lot of that energy um anyway but if you're really like holding on to the necessity of it the importance of it uh, making it super significant then you may stick your body with um some some stuff like that like pressure um, in the body so the other one before we leave which is hilarious um you know, have you ever heard of like guys going uh, you know don't kick me in the nuts don't kick me in the nuts. you're going to get like um you're going to break, don't break my balls, don't break my penis. Um, I actually knew a guy in high school, my friend kicked him in the nuts. They were like in grade five or six. I didn't know them in grade five or six. I knew them in high school. And uh, she had kicked a guy in the nuts. And he, at the age of like 10 or 11, had so much scar tissue in his testicles that his balls were literally like broken and he had to have them scraped out. OMG. So these things can happen. So fear of that. I'm not trying to instill a fear of that. Just being aware that, yes, be gentle with your body. Um, and, yes, penises can break. They can actually go on angles, like 90-degree angles. If, if, you've, if you've ever seen a penis that's on, like, you know, a 30, 40, it's got, like, a bend in it. Some guys have that happen as kids, you know, riding bikes, and um, they might be trying to do the standing riding, and then they fall and slip and land on the bar and crunch um, right on the penis. It can actually create... Um, a bend in the penis. So, and if that does happen, get to the doctor right away. You can get it from aggressive sex in different places. Like if you're, you know, having sex in awkward spaces and you're trying to do some kind of yoga that you've never done before, um, your body might uh, have a, have an adverse reaction to that. Um, so be gentle with your bodies, people, because your bodies are your friends. They are. They're your friends. And you know what? Whatever it is that you're afraid of, just know that, A, you can change it more than likely if you desire to. And you're a good lover to somebody. And start with you. That's really what I encourage you to do. Be your own favorite lover. And have an amazing week. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on a2zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.